Hey everyone, it's Ryan Coleman, Hometown Realty. You're tuning into my podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. Excited for you guys to join us back up in the studios after a long time. Seems like it's been a couple of weeks. Been so busy. If you guys know in the real estate market across the country, it's that time. It's that time where everybody's moving, shaking, kids getting out of school. And so been super busy, but I wanted to jump back on here with you guys. Thank you guys for following us. And if you're tuning into my podcast for the first time, we're a real estate broker here in Knoxville, Tennessee, top selling broker. And we always try to give you some of the best advice that we know of, kind of hands-on experience, kind of in the marketplace and real estate sales, real estate business. We do a little bit of everything. And so hope you find this podcast helpful. If you guys are out there on iTunes, um, make sure you subscribe. And uh, if you're out there on social media, make sure you do that as well. Um, listen, got a good one here for you. So the real estate market the last couple of years has really been good across the country. The last two years is probably some of the best years we've seen in the last 10 years. So as you know, when everything's hot, things are moving. There's a lot of real estate agents getting in the market across the country. I think somewhere in our marketplace, we have about 5,000 agents in our own board. We have another board. We have about possibly about 3,000. So, and I know across the country, you guys, there's way more agents than that, but that's a lot. So what do you do in this marketplace? If you're thinking about getting into real estate or in sales in general, um, we've been there 20 years and I just wanted to share some of my experience with you and my tips for being successful in real estate. So somebody asked me the other day, they said, Ryan, what does it take to be successful? What do you have to do to get a real estate license? I had a young gentleman call me and say, I just got my license. What does it take? Where should I go? Where do I start? And that was actually a good question. And we were talking about that. And I said, let's do a podcast on it. Let's talk about it. You know, guys, when you get into real estate or when you get into any business, sometimes there's not a lot of direction. And when I got into real estate back in 1999, it seems like forever ago, but it wasn't long that we walked in this big office. We were in a, um, we were in like a storefront. So we were in a, had several retail stores around us, big glass building. And I remember the first brokerage that we worked for, it was a big franchise company and, um, walked in there and they had something called floor time. Yeah. Floor time. If you guys remember, it's where you'd sit in there. Um, we'd rotate agents and you would have a chance to answer the phones. So back there, old, old school days, we'd run an ad or they run a print media ad and that would come out every week. And those, those real estate books, or maybe in the newspaper, um, or maybe you get sign calls for the company. They would take your actual listings and they would direct everything into the main brokerage number. And what would happen if you're on the duty and your name got called and they had a question on, let's say, 123 Main Street, well, you would get that lead. And either you would sell that listing or hopefully try to convert them to something else. So that's kind of how I started my real estate career on floor duty, believe it or not. And, you know, when you start out in real estate, they really don't teach you a whole lot. It's kind of sad because they talk about our experience. They'll spend days and hours and all these classes on how important it is to be ethical, how important it is to you know, do this and how important it is to put your listing in this computer database and don't leave off that. And that's all great. And, you know, there's always rules and regulations that we all have to follow. But let's face it, if we're not making any money, we're not going to be around long. So the rules really don't matter. And it's frustrating if you're leaving a career, or you're coming from another field 
and real estate offers so many great opportunities. It's one of the few businesses that I know that you can go out there and sink or swim. It's really all what you create. And isn't that why you be a self, you know, being self-employed anyway? Uh, in real estate, essentially, you be an entrepreneur. I mean, you're your own business person. You're kind of setting your own hours. You're gonna you're gonna set your structure. But with that, you're usually working for a firm or under the guidance of another broker and a team. So nowadays, um, when we started back in that process, I remember my first deal, and we got a deal from Floor Duty, right? And I went out, and it was an actual listing. I'm so excited. But when I got there, I realized <laughs> that she was going to sign the paperwork. I didn't even know how to fill out the paperwork. All I knew was name and date matched up and the property address. I could figure that out. But the rest of it, I was really unsure. And I remember I was sweating bullets, but I didn't want to mess it up. And I was able to get her signature because I matched that up perfectly. <laughs> so I don't know what else I missed, but I came away with the listing. So first deal, I came away with my first listing. And I was frustrated in that process because I felt like there should be more training. There should be more guidance. We should be confident in what we do. But it wasn't just my office. Our industry lacks in training and credibility and things like that. And, and there's some other companies that do a really good job. But back in 1999 or later on, even currently, I think our industry, there's not a whole lot of effort. That old saying, here's your phone, you're on your own, that really leads true to today. And so I wanted to put this podcast together for you guys. We do a bunch of business. And I think if I was back 20 years ago, what would I say to the old Ryan? If I was mentoring that old Ryan that was coming in and he was brand new, fresh out of college or you know, right out of the workforce and just eager to learn and hungry, this is for you guys. This is for an opportunity to say, this is what I got to do. There's no BS on it. There's no hype. It's straight. This is what it is. And this is what we're getting into. The first thing you have to understand and what goes on in this business, it is a people business. And if you're not willing to deal with people, if you're not willing to show up and be ready to go showtime, I always say showtime. It's showtime. I mean, it really is. There's all types of personalities out there, guys. You could be a driver, you could be analytical, you could be expressive, you could be amiable. But when it comes time to showtime, you got to be able to sell yourself and present present your benefits. If not, it's going to be a long, long career in real estate. So I think the biggest thing that you can do in real estate is understand that this is a sales business. A lot of people across the country, sales is a bad word. You know, nobody wants to put sales on your business card. Uh, they want to classify in our industry, they say we're a realtor. I don't even pronounce it or sales associate or um, whatever you want to label the, the uh, tag at. But the reality is that you're in direct sales. And a lot of people from our industry understand that if you came from sales before, you would think that you automatically will fit into real estate. We've had some people that have been in retail sales and have worked for me and understand that the retail sales is nothing like a sales environment. This is a direct sales environment where it's survival of the fittest. And in this business, you have to be able to go out and create business on a demand. You say, well, how am I going to create business? It ain't easy. It ain't easy. That's why a failure rate in our market is, is so, so high. Not only is the training not there, 
a lot of people aren't willing to put in and do the things that we need to do to be successful. Some of that's like called cold calling. Somebody's like, Ryan, I don't want to cold call. How about door knocking? Like, Ryan, I'm not doing that. Well, how about past clients? What if you don't have any clients? So there's a lot of ways to get business. The number one that you want to start up and what will make you successful is you got to show up every time. Show up ready to go. I think so much you hear me talk on my blogs and radio shows and things we need to do. Everything starts with your mindset and the people that you're going to hang around with. When I was really, really young, starting out, I had to drop a lot of my friends. I had to drop the crowds. I had to drop hanging out um, late night, going to whatever events or what's going on. Um, Those days had to end. Because if you're going to be in the business and be a professional and you're going to put your craft in front of your business, that's only going to happen if you get laser focused. You know, you can't be worried about partying and going what's going on the weekend and drinking beer and who's watching the game and who's doing what. Well, you can't be successful doing that. You can't because this is a not a nine to five job. This is a 365 day a year career. And it's a cycle that never ends. So once you get into this, it's kind of like the snowball. You start that snowball. It's so hard to get it going. But once you build momentum, things just start rolling. So understand what you're getting into. Real estate is not for everybody. You know, being in sales is not for everybody. It's not a good, it's not a bad thing that it's not for everybody. I think so many people are given false hopes of what this career is and what you may or may not have to do. Listen, when the market's good and things are selling and houses are selling in a couple of days, not only do the owners, not only do the agents, everybody thinks it's easy. But the reality is some deals are very, very easy. But on that 365 that's stretched out for the year, there's a lot of deals that are very, very difficult. I just got off the phone. Literally eight or nine offers on this property. Sold it twice, above price. Still wasn't good enough. And we were able to still put through, and I think we're within minutes of finally getting this deal done. Why? Because you're dealing with people, man. You're dealing with people and not everybody's the same. And you've got to be able, the biggest thing to come in this business and separate your personality, your mindset, and be able to go across the table and try to help them accomplish a goal. That's what you're doing. You're solving problems. In this business, you're getting paid to solve problems. So guys, this podcast is 100% for agents only on this time. Um, Or if you're in your sales, you're going to get something from this. Um, So I I wanted to tailor this. I haven't done any programs to agents, uh, in sales, business people. And so I wanted to focus on them. And I hope you guys get something about this. But when we show up, we talk about being number one showing up. And Ryan, why would you make showing up your number one topic? Because if you don't show up, you can't win. And I don't care how good you are, whether you practice your scripts. I just want you to show up. And, and it can be hard. You know, you can get scared. You get out of bed. You're not sure what you're going to do. It's fearful. Nobody wants to be rejected. What if I don't win? What if I lose? This agent's been in the business 10 or 15 years. I don't have a shot. You don't have a shot if you don't show up. I can tell you that. If you don't show up and get your mind right. Remember, you can do anything you put your mind to. But if you're not willing to put the effort in, 
it, it's like you can't hit the ball if you don't swing at it. You, you got to take a swing at it. And you're not going to hit everyone out the park. But it's consistency. Our business is so much on repetition and consistency. Eventually, what do they say? D, I think it's hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. There's so many in our business and in our industry that are that could be extremely talented. But talent will only get you so far. And a lot of guys will come in our industry and they'll try to wing it. I say, hey, we'll wing it. Hey, I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to put, you know, I don't need to do much. I'm a superstar. I'll come out here and do all this. And guess what? The guy comes behind you because he was consistent. He stuck to his pitch. He has his presentation. He did the same thing in and out. Guess what? The guy's going to win. Number two, show up on time, man. I mean, show up on time. I think most people don't understand that in our business, so many people sometimes uh, just don't show up on time and respect the other client's time. You, if you don't show up and you don't show up on time, I mean, let me rephrase that. If you don't show up, you have no shot. When you get there and you show up late, chances are out the door. You're already starting behind the eight ball. And if you can't show up on time, how can they count on you? So make sure that you really watch how you show up. Now, the next thing I talk about, um, originally from Virginia, um, different market, and I moved out to East Tennessee, and we're in the South, man. We're, we're, we're laid back. It's easy going. It gets hot. It gets 90, 100 degrees. Nobody wants to wear a suit. Nobody wants to really look professional. We want to just sit back and be cool. But I think the biggest thing that you can understand is in this market and in sales, being a young agent or any agent, guys, don't go out there looking like a bozo. Have your presentation looking strong. I see agents in our marketplace, they're going out there with hats, beards, uh, you know, no tucked in shirt, going out with jeans, polos, and they think they're cool. The reality is you've, you've already lost to the guy that showed up and prepared because you're looking like a bum. Who wants to deal and give you their half million dollar house when you come in looking like a bum? I don't know anybody. Maybe they do. Maybe that's cool. Well, some people say, well, Ryan, you don't need to dress up for me. We watch a guy out of New York all the time, and I, I love him, and he's funny, and he really puts some marketing. He's another Ryan, by the way. You probably guess who it is. But he said, Ryan, I don't show up and dress up for myself. I'm dressing up for the respect of the client, right? I'm respecting you guys. And I like that. That is really awesome. I mean, I didn't think of it like that, but you are. Aren't you always putting on a presentation? Show up. Look like look like you're there to win the job. I think um, we talk about talent and opportunities. <clears throat> Excuse me, but opportunities, you may not win them all, but show up and be eager to learn. I think that that's one of the biggest things that when you, when you show up and show a client that you're just there to help them, that goes a long way. And if you're eager to be, you know, yes, ma'am, we're going to get these pictures done. And yes, ma'am, you know, we're going to do this for you. Or if you're looking for these houses, we're going to go home and I'm going to, we're going to find the searches that match what you're looking for. I'm going to work for you. Listen, I told you this is a people business. People buy and sell from people they trust and people who they want to do business with. If you can earn their trust 
and you look like you have an opportunity to help them and they trust you and you're going to work hard for them, you're going to get the business. So be eager to learn. Number two, there's only so many objections and so many things that we're going to see over 20 years. We've seen it all. Sometimes you always see some new stuff and it's always surprising. But make sure you understand that if you're going to go out there, be in the business, make sure you're scripted and you know some objections. You know what to say. Don't practice on your clients. There's a lot of opportunities out there to learn certain skill sets on what you have to say in certain presentation mode that's going to make sure that you're going to set the difference between getting the listing or helping a buyer or not coming up with success. We talked about being a sales business. Never skip that cycle. Never think that this is not a sales business because 100% it is. We're all in sales. No matter what your business is, you're selling you. You are the biggest commodity. You are the product. You are selling your brand. Now, either you're selling you or somebody else is selling you, right? We're always being pitched. We're always being presented. Who's, who's winning the sale? Who's negotiating? I've done this business for a while, and uh, I'm pretty aggressive. But like anything I get from my mom, I get sensitive, man. I get sensitive. Everybody wants everybody to like them. Everybody wants to feel accepted. Everybody wants to know that they've done a good job. Everybody wants that pat on the back. I can tell you the biggest advice that I can give you, that if you're going to get in this marketplace and you're going to get in sales, you're going to get your feelings hurt. Number four, don't get your feelings hurt. There are so many different people out there that you will never appease all of them. Don't try. You know, you want to do as much as you can for people, but don't get your feelings hurt. If somebody doesn't, you know, we have to understand our market and what goes on in dealing with people. Sometimes we catch it all as realtors. You know, we catch the end of the stick, right? And... They could be going through a divorce. They could have financial issues. It could be a very, very stressful moves. Uh, it could be a lot of things going on. And guess what? Tag the realtor. You're the, you're the punching bag. And they're going to take all the shots at you. And you're supposed to just stand there, smile, and go, please be mean to me. Please be rough to me. Oh, it's okay. You can talk to me however you want to. Um, like I'm a piece of scum on your shoe. It's no problem. Oh yeah, I'm just a dumb realtor. <laughs> I mean, essentially, if you guys have been in sales and you guys listening, uh, you know that the clients are out there and those are, those are not clients you want to keep. But sometimes you get knee deep with these clients and you just can't wait to get out. But don't take it personal. You know, I, I hate to say that, but don't take it personal. Don't let Susie Smith, that is just a miserable mindset, and just a miserable person at that time, ruin your day. They're going to go on, and hopefully what you're going to learn to do is when you get your business where you need to be, when Susie Smith, that just is a cranky mood, and nobody can help her, and you just tell Susie Smith the power of goodbye. See, the power of goodbye means, guys, that you've shown up on time, you've done your presentation, you put the hard work in, you're consistent, you have more business, you're always working on your business, and you turn down the business that you don't need. We call that bad business. We don't need that. Because what happens, you get the bad business, they take away from all the good people that are out there. And these are very, very low numbers. 
but they come out there and they stick with you forever. So don't let yourself get your feelings hurt. The biggest thing I can tell you as a real estate industry has changed over the last 20 years is a lot of people go with the big franchise companies, the big names, and they want to sell their company. This is a real estate industry that is all about you specific, your brand, and what you can be uh, bring to the table. Don't build somebody else's brand, build you. Don't build my company, build you. Don't build Remax, Cobalt Banker, Century 21. They're not buying the rock, the shield, the balloon. They, they don't care less. They don't. Yes, they look, and I hear all the stats, and I've owned big of those franchises and spent a lot of money for them. And you know what? When the market turned and things were going on, the franchise don't care about you, the broker owner or the agent. They care about, unfortunately, their brand, their self. So why not make sense to promote your brand and invest in your brand, even if you're working for another company? You may have a great company that you're working for, and that's awesome. But build your brand. Your brand will always follow you, and your brand will always promote you. And that is the difference. When we sit across the table, when we're doing business, Mr. Seller, Mrs. Seller, Mr. Buyer, we're not doing business with the company. You're doing business with me. And our tracker and what we need to do, obviously our company brings a lot to the table. But they're doing business, again, as I tell you guys, somebody they can trust, somebody they can laugh with, somebody that they want to buy with. That's going to be the difference maker. And I'll give you two of the last tips where we get out of here. And I think some of the biggest things that when we get started in real estate we start worrying about how we're going to get business. And there's all kinds of ways to get business. And we're not going to get into all that now. That's a topic for a different day. But in general, what I would say is don't ever forget people that you know in spheres and work them. And now with social media, how many opportunities can you really leverage to your people to see who's buying or selling? If you talk to enough of your friends and family members, Somebody knows somebody that's thinking about buying or selling. And that is your best customer that you want to go in. And as you get started and you have success, leverage your success. I don't care if it's a buyer sale, if it's a seller sale. Advertise to the world about it, that you're the best agent in town and what you did to help these people capture pictures, capture video. And then you're going to use that on and you're going to build that snowball and that's going to work for you. I will say one of the biggest things that maybe uh, the two types of agents in the market, and I think there's the hunter and the, there's the agent that works the past clients. I obviously always have been a hunter and I love that process of, there's no reason that our logo is the lion, right? And uh, our, our trademark is I'm always on the hunt. I love the hunt. It's not just the hunt. It's the process of the hunt. It's the working on the ads. It's the podcast. It's the radio. I love the whole thing. I don't just love a sale. The sale, that comes together, man. It all works together. But I love the whole process. And that's kind of obviously we, we tied in with the line, the trademark, and our luxury brand. And so I love that process. But there's a lot of people in the industry that work that past client that's a nurturer that likes to put things together and uh, work in the past clients. It's always some, so many things in the business I could be working on. But when you get a business and you have people that have done business with you, I promise to you, make sure you work your past clients, work them strongly, and work those leads. 
If you don't, somebody else will be working your past clients. And don't get so busy to be on the hunt. I think it's one of the bigger things that we have done, and we are working harder this year. Work your past clients. They'll be a, they are the best source that you could work with. You've had success. They know and love you. You've done a great job, and they have raving fans they're going to tell their clients. And it prevents a lot of the Susie Smiths out there because you're coming from a referral. It's the best type of business to get. But unfortunately, you got to get some Susie Smiths and some different clients to start. And uh, I'll close on this note. And I would say the biggest thing that you can do to be successful of all these things that we went into real estate in just a whole is be strong in your mindset and constantly be looking to innovate and look at how I can do things different. Look at, well, you know, YouTube is a big source. Google's internet's a big source. Be around people that do more. Be around people, watch people in your industry or people in general that do a lot more. Reach out to people. Always go up, see what they're doing. Pick up the phone. You call me anytime you need anything, guys. I'd, I'd be glad to share with you. People that are doing more, they've been where you've been at. And making that call is no big deal. Be eager and hunger to learn. And, I, and the bottom line is, believe in yourself and never, never quit, man. Never stop grinding. Never stop pushing. Know what your why is pushing you guys. Know what makes it different. Know what makes why you're pushing this hard. And trust me, at the end of the day, I know you can do anything you put your mind to. Just never stop quit. Never stop turning. Never stop pushing. That's it. I think the staff's ready to get out of here. They're ready to go. No more podcasts for Ryan. But before I closed out today, I wanted to get in here and say and talk to you guys. I thought it was important to talk about real estate and what you need to do. So if you guys listen to this, if you like this information, if you thought it was helpful, let me know. I hope you did. Um, every week, every month, every year we're here. So we talked about that 365. If you need something, we're always here for you, for your help. Um, if you need me for anything at all, our website is ryancoleman.org. Give you our office number. It's 865-693-7653. So follow, like, subscribe to our podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the information. We'll talk to you very, very soon. You guys have a wonderful week.